Welcome back to another edition of the Sean Light Podcast. My name is Sean Light. I'm the CEO of 4A Health, and I am releasing a new podcast every single day for an entire year that is specifically designed to answer one question. How can health and fitness professionals rise above the rest to become recognized as a leader in our industry, all while being paid what you are worth and building a ridiculously exciting financial future? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Yet another episode of the Sean Light Podcast coming at you live. I got some cool stuff that I've that I've been putting together for I think what I think I think what I want to do is I want to keep I want to keep this podcast all the way through episode 365. I want to compl- I want to <clears throat> I want to keep it completely raw, completely like all me. Everything, everything that you see is 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 mine, and I produced it by hand with Apple Mo- iMovie or whatever uh, for the intros and the and the outros and stuff like that, and everything else through Anchor. And then thing on episode three hundred sixty six, we might try to <clears throat> produce this at a little bit of a higher level, um, add some swag to it. I think. Um, so I was working on some of that stuff yesterday. So I think that's pretty fun. I think that's cool. Uh, and some of it was pretty exciting. I, I got to tell you, I think some of it, some of it really, really, uh, re- really pressed the right buttons for me. So I'm, I'm excited to bring that to you. Stay tuned. I guess, I guess we're still a couple months away from that coming out. Now, uh, as I hoped I would remember yesterday, I did in fact remember that today what I wanted to chat with you all about was the third building block of the third building block of a six-figure company. Now, <clears throat> two days ago, we spoke about... What did we speak about two days ago? We spoke about the first building block of a six-figure company, which is the machine of you. It is your personal care program. It is the routine. It is what you do on a consistent basis to be able to perform, to be able to produce consistently, predictably, and at a high level over the course and lifespan of your entire business. Now, this is the foundation of every business. The foundation of every business is built on truly the psychology of the leadership. If you, as the leader of your business, are inconsistent with your effort, the results from your business will too be inconsistent. And what's interesting about consistency is that in the business world, any any whiff of inconsistency is very challenging to overcome. It takes a ton of consistency to build that credibility and trust from your consumer base that they're going to get a good product and get their money's worth from, from what they ultimately went out and paid for. So consistency. It is what you're doing. It is how you're taking care of yourself. And where where I really want your focus to be on this process is specifically your energy and your mindset, making sure that every day you wake up feeling unstoppable, feeling unbeatable, feeling that you have the confidence to do anything. And that is what you want to focus on. So you need to figure out what your recipe is in accomplishing that. Okay. Now, moving up the ladder a little bit, to the next tier, to the next tier of the so the second building block of a six-figure company is your avatar. This is your niche market. I heard this yesterday. Somebody called it niche. Is it niche or is it niche? I, I like niche better. Niche, niche sounds very proper. 
who cares, right? Uh, but anyway, so this is your avatar. This is who you are speaking to. And the reason that this is so important is because if you're producing consistently every single day, you're there, you're active, you're posting on social, you're blogging, you are doing guest appearances, you're doing a podcast, you're, you know, you're doing all the right things trying to drive traffic to your website, but your messaging is off, then it's not really going to resonate very well with the people uh, that you want it to resonate with. And, and one of the major concerns, especially that I see, is people feel that their niche is too small or they're too scared and they wonder, they wonder if their niche actually is too small and whether or not that by niching down, they're actually going to be taking money out of their own pocket. And I think we all know that, I think we all know that that is a very short-sighted goal. That is something that is something uh, that doesn't really last over the long term. You're thinking with your short-term dollars as opposed to your long-term success. Now, if you are under the pro- if you are concerned about the about the growth of your, I'm sorry. If you are concerned about the size of your market being actually potentially too small, there's a few things that you should look at from a market standpoint. First, you should understand is uh, is there pain? Is there a pain point, a real pain point inside of the market? Okay. The second component you want to look at is is your market growing? Is it shrinking or is it staying the same? The second one you want to look at, or the third one you want to look at is, or is it easy to find your customers? And fourth, do they have money? Do they have purchasing power? So you want, if you're concerned about your market, you want to be able to identify those or at least address those four components of of a market to identify whether or not it's a viable market. Because not every market is, not every market is going to work all that well. Okay. You want to make sure that, uh, you want to make sure that your market works. Okay. So we have the, the personal care, like getting your energy, right? We have getting your messaging, right? We talked about that yesterday. If you haven't seen any of that, if you haven't listened to that stuff yet, I would suggest you go to those first because these just kind of sequence in order a little bit. So two days ago would be the first one Two yesterday would be today or yesterday would be uh, the second one. And today, what we're going to talk about is the third pillar of a great six-figure business, making it really sound and building it on a really strong foundation. And that is being able to predictably create sales. And I, I, like, I like to think of this as creating the dial. I actually talked about this several episodes ago, maybe I'm going to take a guess at like seven episodes ago, uh, we talked about the dial. And really what that is, is being able to turn the dial up or turn the dial down on Uh, turn the dial up or turn the dial down on your sales. If I need more clients, I can turn the dial up and I can get more clients. If I need, if I need to stop getting clients, I can turn the dial down or off so I can stop getting clients. Right. And in order to do that, there's a handful of components that need to occur in order to make that happen. So the first thing is you have to be able to generate leads, right? And that's probably, there's probably a step right before that. So let's call that the bait in the water, right? So we have to throw a bunch of hooks out into the water through like the the standard way of doing it now is through social media. So we throw a bunch of hooks out into the water through social media, and then we try to get people to opt in to whatever it is to let's let's just call it our system okay we're trying to get them to opt into their to agree to join our system to join our email list in exchange for something right so the first thing we want to do is we're going to figure out what are the things that we can throw out to the world 
and actually get people to come in and get their attention. Second thing that we want to be able to do is we want to be able to transition that attention into an opt-in. Okay, so that's lead generation. That part is lead generation. The other part is more like uh, attention arbitrage, as as Gary Vaynerchuk says calls it. Right. So we have attention arbitrage. We have uh, lead generation. Then the next component is lead nurturing. So once they're in there, how do you keep them engaged? How do you pique their interest? How do you turn them from somebody who's just dabbling and checking in on what it is that you offer and turning them into a buyer? Okay. So that is that is the next that is the next step. And then it's going to be just delivering the service. Of course, we want to make sure that we're we be able to increase the lifetime value of a customer once they're inside. Uh, and we also want to be able to keep them on board, lower churn rate if you have a subscription model and stuff like that. But that's kind of the next the next level so that that's not really that's not really uh falling into a six-figure business you don't really need to address that all that much if you are still addressing these three things now when we start going above that we want to start we'll start really hammering down on uh, aging and ascending buyers lifetime value lowering churn rate and things like that but right here in the beginning the the three things that we're focusing on is you it is your customer and it is being able to predictably create sales. So what I would do if I were you, and I talked about this the other day, but I'm going to say it again. What I would do if I were you is I would take out a piece of paper and I would write a box for each one of these. So it's the attention box, the lead gen box, uh, the lead nurturing box, and let's call it, let's let's add a fourth one in there called sales. So if you have a big like regular printer size piece of paper, loose leaf piece of paper, make four big boxes and not inside the box, but on, just on top of it, label each one of them. Attention, lead gen, lead nurturing, and sales. Okay, so these are your really big four components. So what you have to do in each one of these is the first step that you have to do and understand is you have to be able to measure it. Guys, I want you to understand before I go any further, actually before I go any further, I'm gonna have my first sip of coffee for the day. God, nothing better than the first sip of coffee. Okay, so I want to, before I go any further, I want you to understand that what you're getting right now, what I'm giving to you for free in my episode on my podcast is what I tell so many of our, uh, of so many of our coaching clients who are in, in our high end coaching program. Okay. So this is, this is the goods. Okay. So what I would do is I would get those four boxes, attention, lead gen, lead nurture, and sales. And then what I want you to find a way to do is find a way to very simply measure each one of those. How can you measure whether or not the hooks that you're throwing out there are good hooks? Well, if you're using Instagram, there's a lot of analytics behind that. You can convert yourself to a, to a business page. You can see how many people are sharing and how many people are saving and how many people are commenting, how many people are liking, all of those things, how many people are going to your bio and clicking your link, like all of those things are worthy of understanding how successful your hooks are from a social media perspective. Okay. So find a way to measure that. If then we'll go into the lead to the to the opt-in side. So lead gen, right? How are you converting them? So if you have a straight landing page, what are the statistics on the landing page? Go into your analytics and see how many views you're getting and how many opt-ins you're getting. What's the percentage? God, I don't remember the benchmark percentage off the top of my head, but it should definitely be somewhere probably uh, between 30 and 50% is probably pretty high. I'm going to guess 30, 35% is a really good, strong opt-in rate once they come over to your page. And then, then after that, it's the lead nurturing page. So how are you, how are you tracking your leads? How are you measuring people's attention span over that? How long can you hold somebody's attention for? Do you need to hold it for longer? Do you, do you need to, uh, 
Do you need to speed up the sales process to reach them while they're still while while they still have your attention? You need to find a way to measure these things so that you can tweak and change and eventually come across a really good dial and a really good system that you can turn on and turn off at any time you want. This is the beauty of this, right? And then the fourth thing is sales. Like how good are you at selling? How good are you at overcoming objections? Are you comfortable doing it on Zoom? Are you comfortable doing it on uh, on the phone? Are you comfortable doing it in person? Like what is your sales technique? Do you not want to do it at all? Are you good at webinars? Are you good at podcasts? Are you good at Instagram lives? Are you good at whatever? Like what are the things and how can you measure it? How can you measure your conversion rate? How many people are getting on the phone with you? And how many, what percentage of those people are you closing? Right. And then we want to measure those. And then we want to see what's working, what's not, what can we improve, try things, tr tweak things, A, B, test, all that fun stuff. And then b before long, <clears throat> you're going to have a really great sales pipeline. Now, guys, for my, for the people who work with me, this stuff is non-negotiable. Like this is not, you don't have the option to do other things because if you want to work with me, you have to follow this framework because this is the, this is the framework that all great businesses are built by. Okay. This isn't something that I pulled out of my, uh, you know, out of my rear for, <clears throat> you know, just to, make it sound good and, and I'm just in a, in a little brainstorm session. This is tried proven. I've learned this from a lot of other people. I've seen it from a lot of people. I've learned it from my coaches. I've learned it from the high-end people. I've learned it from people that run great local businesses. I've learned this from so many people. And I really, and like, so that's why this stuff is non-negotiable for me because this is the foundation. If we do this, then I know that I can trust you as the business owner. I know that you know who you're talking to as the business owner. And I know that we have a dial that if times get tough or we're not doing so well, we need some extra cash, we can turn it up, lock it in, and we can we can get rolling. And that's the game. So remember, it's the machine of you. It is your customer knowing your avatar and you're dialing in your messaging and then creating a really consistent sales pipeline that you can turn on, turn off, measure. Uh, and if you, if guys, I'm telling you right now, if you just focus on those three things for 12 months, you're going to make $100,000 you're going to hit that six-figure mark. It's going to happen. It can't not. As long as you've done the right thing, as long as you've picked the right uh, niche market, right? If you, As long as you've done everything, it, you, you're go, you're, it is going to happen. That's, that's the beauty of success. It's the beauty of finances uh, because it is... Uh, the the like wealth generation is a science. It's not an art. There's things that you follow. There's things that you do. There's tactics that you follow. And if you if you play by the rules... You get the outcome you want, period, end of story. Guys, if you like this episode, if you like the last few episodes, uh, let me know. Please like, comment, subscribe, all that fun stuff. I really appreciate you being along for the for the, for the the journey here. I think tomorrow we're going to do something a little bit different. I think I'm going to upload the Facebook Live that I did. I think I'm going to upload the Facebook Live that I did yesterday because I thought it was really good. And we talked about the three real main obstacles to generating revenue inside of a business. And I think that would be something really nice for you guys to check out. So we're going to go in. We're going to put that on. Uh, and we'll see you back here tomorrow for the next episode of the Sean Live Podcast. Everyone have a wonderful day. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Thanks so much for listening to that episode of the Sean Light Podcast. I know that it can be really challenging to try to put the pieces together yourself in this crazy world of podcasting and social media and books and courses everywhere. It can be really hard to figure out where to, what to do with all of the information, where to put it, how to actually install it into your own business. And that is ultimately the reason why I created the For A Revenue, Revenue Coaching Program, because I wanted to be able to work one-on-one -on -one with people to show you the direct, straight line 
to the goals that you've set for your business. We have a six-week program. We have a four-month program. Each are a little bit different. Each have a little bit of a different strategy to them. Uh, but what we're looking to do is we're looking to create your client acquisition model. We're looking to raise your prices. We're looking to create a lot more cash flow injection into your business, help you sell like a freaking champion. Okay, if these are things that you're interested in, then go over to 4acoaching.com and book your free momentum call with me uh, where we will sit down and we will talk a little bit about your business. We'll learn a little bit about each other and we can develop a strategy uh, of how we're going to take you from where you are right now to where you want to be. If that sounds good, 4acoaching.com. Book your call there completely for free and we'll be talking to you on the phone in a little bit. See you soon, guys.